0: If you have been around here for a bit, you know how much I love podcasting. And today I'm thrilled to bring you a special episode. I know I've shared on the podcast before that I am testing out and playing around with repurposing podcast episodes of my clients and friends. And in today's special episode, we are jumping back in time to a conversation that holds timeless insights in my opinion. So back in January of 2022, I had the honor of joining Kiana Marie on Kiana Marie Weekly and we dove into the power of podcasting for business and career growth and explored the twists and turns that kind of led me to launching Gaffin Creative and helping other podcasters grow their podcast. Now as you revisit this insightful information, please keep in mind that That although the landscape of my business and the podcasting world has evolved since January of 2022, the principles and the concepts shared within this episode remain as relevant as ever. So whether you're a seasoned podcaster or you're just embarking on this exciting journey, this episode is sure to guide some wisdom into you. So without further ado, let's rewind the clock. You like how I did that there? Clocking in, rewind the clock, <laughs> and immerse ourselves in this amazing conversation. Kiana is such a great interviewer, and I highly recommend if you're a photographer or looking to create more content in your business, you have to go check out her podcast. Now, let's dive into this episode.
1: Welcome to Kiana Marie Weekly, a podcast for creatives who love to celebrate wins, big or small, by dancing in the kitchen, photographers who are excited to serve their clients, and friends who are ready to chase really, really big dreams. You can find all the resources mentioned in this episode at kianamarie.com slash podcast. Join me as I share weekly motivation and chat about growing things, finding genuine connections, and celebrating your wins through the lens of a photographer at heart. Come join me for a dance party. Ready? Let's go. Hey, hey, Haley. I'm so, so thankful you are here. And I cannot wait to just start honestly dancing with you through this whole journey of business and life
0: and pivots. Me too. I am so excited to be here and on your podcast. I obviously am a listener because I edit, but I do love this podcast. (laughs)
1: Thank you. Thank you. And I know that a lot of us are experiencing these shifts. I feel it's an entire industry change where we are trying new things. We are stepping into our purpose and we are just honestly challenging and pushing the envelope to try new things. And so I'd love to just dive in and just go head first uh, with our conversation. And I'd love to hear from you a little bit more about your journey and how you started from photography. And now you rolled right into very seamlessly. It seems like into being a podcast producer and educator.
0: Absolutely. So I would call myself a photographer. It took a long time for me to actually title myself as a photographer, but I've been shooting since 2010. I was in college, you know, did a little side hustle and eventually that just stayed as a side hustle. I never really imagined entrepreneurship as like a quote unquote real job. <laughs> I didn't see, maybe it was that timeframe too. Cause I do feel like in the you know, 2014, 15, 16 timeframe was when I saw photographers actually being full-time for the first time in my life. And it, to me, it just always seemed like this is something you do on the side. It is not a career. I went into advertising, did that still cut my side hustle, sometimes working 30, 40 hours a week in the side hustle. And I just eventually, I mean, I still never went full-time in photography, but what I did do was I realized that entrepreneurship was real. You could do it. And I found a contract role where I could do marketing for a company, but kind of on my own hours. I didn't go into an office nine to five. It was remote work. And that's when I decided like, I'm going to kind of play around with the idea of owning my own business. And that's when I opened the studio during this time, I was still doing photography as a side hustle, but I was not focused on it as a business. And then when, so that happened in 2019, when I opened the studio and six months later, the world shut down. (laughs) So that was an eye opener to me because the reason my entire life, I had never considered doing photography full-time or owning a business or being an entrepreneur was because of the security that came with that corporate nine to five job. And when I say nine to five, it's an eight to five job. I don't know why we all call it a nine to five. Yes. Yes. (laughs) But I saw this security in that. And when the pandemic hit that security wasn't there. I know so many people that lost their jobs. I was fortunate enough to keep my hours for the beginning of the pandemic. And then around July of 2020, my hours got cut in half. And I was like, oh, I have to make up the money from the full-time job I was doing. So that's when I reached out to the few podcast clients I had kind of picked up. And it was friends that had started podcasts. And I just said, I need money and I can't shoot right now. We're still not allowed to. I have to pay rent for my studio. I need something. And so in 2020, I think between July and December, I launched seven or eight podcasts for different people. And I was like, okay, I could do this. I could, this could be a job. And it takes the location, like the fact that I have to be in one place out of the scenario. I can take this work with me if I want to travel, which I don't always recommend doing, (laughs) but (laughs) if I needed to, I could. And it just one day kind of clicked of this is the business I think I was meant to build. I've never seen myself as a full-time photographer. I've never been a good enough photographer to be like, Oh, I can shoot your wedding. I mean, I did it, but was I the best? No. (laughs) But when it comes to podcasting, it just fit everything in my life. It fit the life I wanted to live. I enjoy it. I learn something from every single episode I edit So to me, that was where the shift happened of while COVID, you know, rocked our worlds. It opened my eyes to the possibility of what I could do with my life and that I could choose it and not rely on someone else for the security of an income or the security of a career. Mm
1: -hmm. That's incredibly inspiring, especially when you're forced to do things, right? I feel like you have the perfect combination of feeling like you are stuck and that, that that comfort of that paycheck, right. Is just not coming (laughs) in. And so you have to act fast to make up that money. But I also feel that you were pulled very gracefully into this role. Like, I just feel like, Haley, you are just such an incredible podcast producer and educator. And, you know, it's funny, even when I talk to my mom about you and upcoming episodes, I love our brainstorming sessions because you're not just a podcast producer that I just send over my files and then you edit and you add a little transcript. Like, we are strategizing together and we are making a game plan. And I feel like, You are just made for this role. Like, it's just, it's just so (laughs) awesome to see you bloom and to see you grow, grow so quickly.
0: I appreciate that so much. I definitely, I feel like I've grown a lot in the podcasting space because if I look back to, um, like I started in 2017 working on podcasts and at that time I would have only considered myself an editor. The only thing I really knew to do was edit and produce show notes but never really any strategy. And as I grew with learning more about how to use your podcast for search engines, how to use your podcast for growing your business and your email list, it was almost like there's this whole world out there where a podcast strategy can help your business just like an Instagram strategy or just like a Pinterest strategy. It is another avenue to educate people, to get them to know you and to really connect with them on a level that invites them into your business. And it's not just, Oh, let me sell to you all the time because well, obviously I'm, we'll get into this. I'm a big proponent of selling on your podcast. You're educating in every single episode, even if it's not like take this advice and go do it right now. There's inspiration that comes out of podcasting. There's entertainment. There are so many avenues you can take with podcasting that even as a non-business owner, you can approach it with some kind of strategy in mind that I think is really unique to the podcasting world. I love that. Well, and it's
1: funny because as I started getting into podcast and listening to more, I kind of went down this road of inspiration podcast, right? Like mm-hmm. I was like, oh, what can I learn more about business tips? And, uh, right. I mean, it was Jenna Kutcher really that got me started being obsessed with podcasts. And then we got Gary V and we have all these incredible business podcasters. And then my future, my, I call her my sister, my future sister-in-law, Lauren, she's obsessed. Like she's a crime junkie. Like she (laughs) loves listening to podcasts for that. And I've never really listened to those. Right. Like I, I have enough stuff going on in my mind. I don't want to be scared. But I just think it's interesting that there really is a podcast for everyone. So what advice would you share with someone who is maybe thinking about doing a podcast? Like who are podcasts for? And if someone isn't sure, like maybe they're interested, like how do we give them that nudge they need to say, you should start one? Yeah,
0: <laughs> absolutely. So it's so funny to me because I feel like so many people their excuse for not starting a podcast if they want to start a podcast. And I say this because not everyone wants to start a podcast and that's totally fine. But for the people that do most of the time, their excuse is, well, there's already this other podcast out there that does what I want to do, or there's too many podcasts in the space. And the one question I want to ask is, do you say the same thing about Instagram? Do you say the same thing about Pinterest? Because no, I can have a Pinterest account. I can have an Instagram account that has less than 500 followers and still find success in it. My Instagram account has doubled in the last three years, but does that mean my business is more successful? No, I still see myself as a small Instagram account. Like I don't have the 2,000, 5,000, 10,000 followers, but I'm okay with that because I don't need that many to have a successful business. And the same thing goes for a podcast. Of you don't have to have a huge listenership to have a successful podcast based on whatever your goal is. And I think that is the biggest piece of advice I can give is understand what your goal is and how can you meet that goal with a podcast? If that's just a passion project, know what you're getting into (laughs) because it is time consuming. I mean, having an Instagram account is time consuming if you're creating content But podcast production, recording, editing, setting up systems, all of that does take time or it takes money. And knowing what your goal is will help you understand every other aspect of it and what you want to do with your podcast as far as outsourcing or hiring, help what guests you want. So knowing your goal, that is, that is a big piece of advice.
1: (laughs) Oh yes. It's a lot of work. In fact, it's, it's very expensive to get started and to invest in the right equipment and to have a game plan. So how exactly, because I just kind of think of podcasting as a new very specific radio, right? Like, this is just, I mean, there's sound waves, but for someone who's interested in thinking, okay, I think I want to get started. I think I want to do this for my business. How do you get paid? Because Spotify is not paying you. Apple is not paying you. These listenerships are not paying. I mean, I've seen different ways that you can do what is that called when you have like patrons that will chip in I, five bucks a month or something like you can yeah, get memberships. Yes. Like, hopefully, a strong following will support you and maybe share some you know, some help, but like, how do you make money with this? Like, how do you direct (laughs) this back to your business? This is what I want to chat about.
0: Yeah. So there are a number of ways, um, and there are tons of ways that I'm probably not even going to mention today, just because you can approach it in any way you want. There is no standard for it. um, as far as like how to monetize, but there are a few ways that I work with my clients on it and, With my clients, they are mostly business owners. So the number one way we are monetizing their podcast is by marketing their business on the podcast because they can sell products. They can sell their courses, sell their services. They can grow their email list. They are creating brand awareness with every single episode. It's very similar to if you, and I'm going to keep going back to this idea of comparing a podcast to Instagram. If you are putting hours and hours of work into your Instagram account, you may not be seeing direct dollars from Instagram, but you are driving people from one platform to your business. And that's the biggest way that most of my clients will monetize. But you have to have that strategy in there of like, I'm not just creating content to create content. I'm creating it with a goal in mind of this episode is going to talk about this downloadable, which is going to drive people to go download get on my newsletter list. And in five weeks, they're going to get on my newsletter blast that goes out when I launch this new service. So that is the biggest way my clients monetize. But a lot of podcasters really want the direct sales and the direct dollars from monetizing. So that could mean putting ads on their show, creating those memberships, like you mentioned, the Patreons and the um, buy me a coffee and There's a few others out there, but then also like Apple has a subscription-based program. I don't necessarily recommend it only because they do take a huge cut of your money. And I believe Spotify rolled one out or is rolling one out. But if I were to approach that, I would probably approach it with the Patreon idea of like having a membership. You create bonus content that only members get, that type of thing. And then the other way is affiliate links we all in this industry (laughs) use them. I know that there are tons of programs that we all love that offer really great affiliate programs. And if you're sharing about that type of content, you can test it out. One way that I really kind of encourage my clients to do is if they want to test out affiliate programs is to, or even when they go to monetize, like if they want to pitch an ad to someone, what I say is, have you done any work on your podcast to see what type of affiliate income you can get? Because when you use, so I'm going to use HoneyBook, for example, because it's been on this podcast, we've talked about it, but with HoneyBook, if I'm sharing a whole episode on HoneyBook and how well it's working for my business, and then I turn around, put my affiliate link in there, tell everyone that they're going to get a discount. If I had five Listeners go and purchase Honeybook through my affiliate link. and there were a hundred listeners on the podcast episode. That's a five percent conversion rate, which in reality is pretty good for any conversion rate, usually That's it's, great. you know, two percent, less than two percent, really. But if you can take those numbers and then take that to an advertiser and say, I can get you a five percent conversion if their product cost them cost someone five hundred dollars, then 500 times five is 2,500. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. So if you put it into that perspective and you're only charging them $200 for that ad or 250 for that ad, that's an approach. But the only issue with advertising and sponsorships is that a lot of, well, there's an industry standard out there that says the cost of an ad on a podcast should be twenty five dollars per one thousand listens, which oh, wow, for a lot of us smaller podcasts is not realistic. It's almost a joke to even consider that number because if I look at like a month of downloads, I don't my I'll be completely transparent. I do not get a thousand downloads in one month. I don't. My audience is not that big. It's very. It's a very niche podcast about podcasting. Uh-huh. So that is why I believe that monetizing based on your own goals is more important than oh, my podcast has sponsors because any podcast can have sponsors. It doesn't mean you make money. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and I feel like that's part of figuring out
1: these long-term goals, right? Like we talked about before, and Mm -hmm. I think this is awesome. Kind of going back to your story and your journey of getting here is utilizing all those experiences where you're kind of taking people on a journey, right? So it's like the podcast can introduce you, share your personality. And the best thing that I've learned from podcasting in just in this short amount of time with my own is the amount of brand awareness that we can, we can connect with. Right. I feel like that is just the coolest thing where you're right. Like you're not seeing that initial bank account increase where you're not getting ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. Like the money is not flowing in, but you are creating that legitness and that just like planting seeds, right? Like with with the affiliate marketing, with future guests, it's just, I mean, it's the opportunities have been I I don't even have words to share how much this, like my business has grown and how much clarity I found in my business.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And if you are using your podcast for your business, one of the biggest benefits I found outside of marketing my own services and products is I have this huge content bank that serves my ideal client. So when I have a client that comes to me or a potential client and says, Hey, I don't really understand how podcasts get on players. I have an episode I send to them. I don't have to sit there and tell them (laughs) I don't have to jump on a call. I can just say, go listen to this 10 minute episode. Super quick teaches you how I have instructions in the, the show notes and I can do that for nearly any topic and any question that someone comes to me about. If I don't have a podcast episode, I probably have a blog post on it. And I think that's a really big piece of the content marketing strategy as well is you can kind of co-mingle your podcasts and your blog posts because I reference blog posts all the time and say, head to the show notes and I'll link you to this blog post about X, Y, and Z. Yep. And then you're just driving them all through your website. And the bottom of that blog post, it's giving them a CTA to go and book me or to book podcast launch kit or whatever it is. There are so many different things that you can do to make your podcast work for you and work for your brand. Yes. Oh, I love.
1: And I love that vision of just a content bank, right? Yeah. I feel like a lot of times when we are on Instagram and, you know, we're creating these TikToks and I feel like kind of moving with this future of social media and communication, at the end of the day, Business is business and we're only thing that's changing are the tools that we use to communicate. So having this huge bank, I just think it's the coolest thing when as small business owners or creatives, when we are interested in learning something new, as in following you with podcast education, or we want to learn about, I'm looking at your plants right now in your background. (laughs) Like, you know, we want to learn more about planting and not killing our plants, any topic once you find that one person and then you can just like Netflix and chill all of their content. Yeah. <laughs> just like LaShonda in another recent episode. Oh my gosh. If you're not following LaShonda, like you have to get on it. She's just the queen of Canva templates and YouTube videos and tutorials. And that's the beauty of creating a podcast As I feel like you get to find your tribe, like find your people and then they become a magnet to you. And then that's where you, that's where you just Pour them with your content and your education and products, and uh, and just be there. There's shining light to
0: say, hey, let me help you. Exactly, and I think too, like there's so much opportunity for any topic. Like the other night, I was trying to fall asleep and I couldn't fall asleep, and I was like, well, I'm gonna see if there's like a bedtime story for you know, not a children's podcast, but a bedtime story podcast, and so I. I'm looking, and the whole time I'm thinking of like, wow, what if I got a client that wasn't business focused, which I have a couple, but like, what could I do? What types of topics could they talk about? And it got me thinking about like this idea of a history podcast because I never enjoyed like sitting and reading a textbook about history because I found it boring. But if someone were to tell me a story, about history. I love it. Like the show uh, drunk history. Yes. We love that. So (laughs) it's such a good show. And if there was a podcast that could tell me that stuff, like how cool would that be? And then they could monetize through sponsorships or monetize through tourist bureaus where people go. And there's so many opportunities out there that you just have to kind of think through what would work best for you and your audience And whatever it is, even if it's a passion project, even if it's not a business podcast, like what can you do? What brands can you pitch? There are so many different things.
1: Oh my goodness. Yeah. You got, you know how I am with my ideas and I just start generating (laughs) all this stuff. There could be this and there could be that. And oh my gosh, my mom needs to start a podcast. Like everyone just needs to share their voice, right? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So what would you suggest for someone who is kind of thinking, all right, I'm interested. I need to learn more. Uh, but maybe I just want to start pitching to other podcasts to be a guest. So can we kind of, kind of, you know, lean into this topic about becoming a guest and kind of getting your feet wet, practicing, seeing if this is something you like to do before putting in all the work.
0: Yeah. So I will be completely honest. I did not enjoy guesting on podcasts. It was, it made me nervous. I like, I have to set aside a whole hour before it just wasn't anything that I ever saw myself doing. And then one day I was like, well, I should probably do this if I'm going to, you know, produce podcasts. And in addition to that, I should probably start my own podcast. Yes. I'm so happy you did. Well, in that process, There's a huge difference between having a conversation and recording a solo episode. Such a big difference. Like, I can sit here and have this conversation with you, and I can end up going off on a tangent, and it's happened. Yes. yes. (laughs) But you can go off on tangents that aren't necessarily the same as when you're recording a solo show. So, for me, being a guest on other podcasts allows for me to kind of get that comfort to where when I decide to host interviews, I'll know how to approach the conversation because I don't think that it's necessarily true that anyone can be a good interviewer. I think it is, it's a skill that comes naturally to some people, but I think it takes a lot of practice and honing in on exactly what you're good at in an interview. Yeah. So I personally think that if you're considering launching your own podcast One, really know what you want to do with that podcast before you dive too far in. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then in addition to that, like if being on another podcast is important to you or you want to practice and just see, you know, dip your toes into it, I think it would be important for you to go on smaller podcasts. We all know the big names. Don't start there. You don't want your big, big interviews to be your first You want to make sure that you are starting small, but also with someone who's kind of comfortable with you. And there are a lot of things that I would say to do to prepare for it, because I don't know if you've had a chance to talk for 45 minutes straight or 30 minutes straight. You will lose your voice if you're not taking care of it. And I think that's something, too, that needs to be considered If you're going to pitch yourself and book yourself back to back to back, because I've been there, I've recorded six episodes in one day, couldn't talk for two weeks. Like I did not take care of my voice (laughs) and it's just something to, to consider.
1: Oh my goodness. Yes. Well, it's funny you say that because even my mom, she and my brother, they know my voice so well that they'll ask like, Hey, did you, did you read on that podcast or were you talking? And they could tell. And it's (laughs) funny because on some of the solo ones, I, I like to write it out and I like to have an outline. And sometimes it is easier for me to just read it because then I, just like you said, I stay on topic. I, when I speak, I am a very, I don't even know if it's a simile or if they're metaphors, but I'm a huge metaphor person. So I love sharing a short story to explain something else. And so sometimes, and even this is a perfect example of this, like I just get going and I start rattling and I want to try to stay close to the subject. And, and I, I've listened to quite a few podcasts where I just sometimes they're in my ear and I'm like, okay, get to the point. Like, I don't want to hear about all this stuff. I don't, I'm sorry, but I don't care about your life. I want to know about podcasting. I want to know about how you're going to help me in my business. And so Mm -hmm. that has been a huge factor with, with creating my, my podcast is listening to others. So maybe we're not actually hopping on board and pitching, but spend time listening to all different types. And, and there's, you're going to learn a lot. You're going to learn how people use sounds. to enter their ads, right? Like, do you like that? Or do you think that's annoying? Right. Or are you drawn to a certain, just the layout and the way things unfold and, Mm -hmm. um, are the podcasts consistent? And do you know what to look for and what to expect from podcast hosts? And, uh, there's just so much to
0: learn. (laughs) Yeah. And I think too, when you're starting your podcast, It's okay to go through that learning phase. Like I learned very quickly that I, when I am working on solo shows, I try to keep all of my solos under 10 minutes. If I go over, it's fine. But my goal is 10 minutes. It's to the point. I don't go off topic, but I learned very quickly that if I don't write it out beforehand, I go off topic and I just blab and blab and it's not valuable content, but that's me. I have clients that when I suggested that they do a ride out, it took them five times longer to do their podcast episodes. And they were like, I don't have time for this. I am so much better just doing it off cuff and not worrying about a structure. I'll have an outline, but I'm not going to (laughs) know. So there is that, that learning phase where you go through and you figure out what works for you. And I think that's totally fine. And And when you're picking out what what you prefer from other podcasts, like I love, there's a podcast called Committed and it's about relationships. She is so good at telling stories, sharing stories of other people. I like that podcast is a dream podcast. I want someone to come in and say, Haley, I want this I want exactly what they do <laughs> because it's so beautifully done. Um, if you need to check it out, everyone yeah, needs to, I'm like, listen to it. I don't work on it. I'm not, you know, plugging myself here. It is someone else's podcast. It's produced by someone else, but they are so good at what they do. They, it, you know, anyway. Yeah. This and I, I, <laughs> I think the same thing about Dolly Parton's America, like that is hands down my favorite podcast of all time. And it's one series. It's not an ongoing podcast. It is just, I think eight episodes, maybe. So good. I love that. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's something to think about too. If someone is curious about starting, but they are, don't like they're nervous of the commitment. They're nervous about kind of like a TV show. Like, is this going to be cut after the first season? Like, I don't know, am I going to, am I going to give up on this or are my, you know, business stuff going to shift and change, but that's a great idea to just do a quick, like a quickie, like a quick little series
0: and then end it. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's something too. If you think that that's a possibility, like you can always do seasons, pick it up in a month, pick it up in two months. Um, one thing I will say is I've learned here recently, Apple changed their automatic downloads. So like, if you don't release an episode every 14 days, you will lose automatic downloads for listeners. that are following you on Apple podcast app. Um, so I always include or like recommend doing a little teaser bonus episode in between seasons. If you decide to do that smart see, and this is why we need to invest in you. Cause you know, all these secrets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I have a very somewhat useful for my clients, but unuseful knowledge of things going on in the podcasting yeah. world <laughs> that <laughs> normal people don't. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh my gosh. You're so brilliant. So how
1: can people, if we're like, okay, you know what you've sold me, I want to look into this, what type of resources or how can we work with you, Haley? Like, how can we stalk you and learn more? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, well, the first thing is I have a whole library of blog posts and podcast episodes that are all about podcasting. Um, and you can just find those at gaffincreative.com at the very bottom of the homepage there's a whole library there. Um, in addition to that, I also have a podcast budget worksheet that we can link in the show notes that will help you kind of understand what or how much a podcast is going to cost you based on what your needs are. Now you don't have to do every single thing in this worksheet and it also accompanies a podcast episode. So I kind of walk you through it in the podcast episode, but I, If you're looking to start one and you're not sure like how much money it's going to cost, this is a great starting point. And then from there, I offer a podcast launch kit. It's a DIY course for hopeful podcast hosts. And then I also offer one-on-one launch and production services. That is incredible. And I just
1: have to do a little plug here for my new friend Jade here in my neighborhood. And she actually started her podcast. So she signed up for one of your VIP days. And nice. it was so cute because once I started posting about it, I've had quite a handful of friends reach out and they're asking, how did you do this? Like, how do you have time for this Kiana? Like what is going on? <laughs> and when she reached out, I said, Oh, you got to contact Haley. And I it's just the power of social media, the power of podcasting. And I think ultimately the root of all of this is following your purpose, right? Like following what brings you joy, how things that you are naturally good at, that you want to help others. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, monetizing it, like just right. And that's the thing. Like I I'm in this mindset about money and you know, I've always had this horrible relationship with money growing up. It was just, you know, money was hard and money was tough. And it's just so interesting as I'm meeting new people and educating myself, learning from other podcasts, that money is just financial freedom. Like it's not cash. It's not dollar signs, right? Like we, we usually like, you know, think of with money, but it's just that, that freedom. And so working with you has given me that freedom as a podcast person, like you are my producer <laughs> like a podcasting client, um, has given me that just that confidence to continue sharing my voice and sharing my story and then creating a platform for others to speak. In fact, I'm looking forward to this. I'm manifesting this now, Haley, like I'm excited to be dropping future, uh, like double episodes a week. Cause I have so many people that I love and inspire me and that I want to talk to but by the time we go list out all the mondays for the rest of the year i'm like i'm not going to see them till october like yeah. there's only 52 mondays in a year <laughs> yes it's it's nuts and i can't believe yeah. even though we just started this i mean officially launching in october i mean i have dozens of people that i wish i already would have interviewed before the end of the year
0: so there's a lot lot coming yeah absolutely and speaking of jade that you shared about i when i met jade I was obsessed with what she does. She is a camouflage tattoo artist and educator. So she teaches other others how to do it, but she camouflages scars that you don't want seen. Like, I just have to shout her out there because when I talked to her, I swear, I stalked everything she did for like an hour after our call. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I was like, Jade, this is so cool. And I
1: know she's a sweetheart and so inspiring. And, and the cool part is too, is right. Like you think about her and her business and okay. She's not just talking about tattoos and Mm -hmm. and scars and stretch marks. Like she's a boss babe and she's sharing about business and connections and growth and abundance. Mm -hmm. And so it's just amazing how you, once you decide you become Right. So once you step into this role and once you take a risk um, Mm -hmm. and you're supported, you're loved and supported in what you're doing, I promise someone out there is listening and you're going to make a difference. I love that. You know, that's something with me, too, without going on a crazy tangent. But with this podcast, it's you know, I'm trying to think like if there's a parallel between. Helping me feel aligned with what I'm doing It's because yeah. I am literally talking it out. This is what I used to do with my Auntie Cindy, with my best friend, you know, with my family, my close mm-hmm. friends. It's like sometimes you don't know what the root of the problem is or you, you don't understand why you feel a certain way. So you just got to talk it out. Right. So, yeah, let's talk <laughs> like let's just let's let it out and share stories and make that connection. And I feel like we're all just going to continue to bloom. Oh, I love that. Yes. Well, thank you so, so much, Haley. Can you share just real quick one more time? I know we'll have it in the show notes, but how can we just be your new
0: online BFF? (laughs) Yeah. So you can connect with me and all my services at gaffincreative.com. That's G-A-F-F-I-N creative.com. And then over on Instagram, it's Haley Gaffin, H-A-Y-L-E-E-G-A-F-F-I-N. Perfect. Thank you so much.
1: And I am so, so blessed to have you in my life. Thank you.
0: Thank you. That's
1: a wrap on another episode of Kiana Marie weekly. Thank you so much for your listenership and support. You can find the resources and show notes for this episode and more at kianamarie.com slash podcast. I'd be honored and so grateful if you showed your support by leaving a review and writing on your favorite podcast app until next time. Keep on dancing.